0: Well, Derek, there's a reason we call it death piles and taxes. It's because i got a whole load of stuff that
1: I just need to list, and I haven't been doing it. Well, I mean, you're not alone. That's why people are listening right now. I know that they're just tiptoeing around them death piles all around their houses and apartments.
0: It's real fun to buy, but it kind of stinks to sell. So what can I do about it, buddy? Well, you're
1: in luck. Uh, We've partnered with a great company called Cellhound, and what they're going to do is they're going to list all your death piles for you. They'll do the work for you.
0: Oh, I love it when people do the work for me. How do I get in on that
1: deal? Well, first off, they're going to let you try it. First two are free on the house. After that, man, they got simple plans. They're just going to make it easy. You take a few pictures, you send it over to them, and they do all the work. That sounds really too easy, and I've used it myself.
0: It's awesome. d what do our listeners have to do to take advantage of this?
1: Just do DEATHPILES25, DEATHPILES all capital letters at the end when you're signing up for your payment. And you'll save 25% off whatever plan you go with.
0: That sounds awesome. Get on there, start listing, start selling so you can go out and buy some more stuff.
1: Adam, our friends over at SellHound have outdone themselves. They're giving the death piles and taxes listeners an opportunity of a lifetime.
0: They're, they're going to help us make some money, get rid of that death pile, get your items listed because you can't sell out of an empty wagon.
1: Man, all you got, kill that death pile. When you go over to sell hound, use promo code capital letters death piles twenty five to save twenty five percent off of their service.
0: And, and get out there and start making some money. Oh my! Wow, that was a good way to start. It is the greatest time of the week. It is death piles and taxes podcast
1: time. D Roy. Episode number 116. You got it. If right. you know what I mean, Jelly Bean, Lightning McQueen, sure thing. Here we go. Whoa,
0: anybody want a peanut?
1: Yes, sir. Andre does. Get it one. And the man wants more than one peanut, I'll, yeah, I'll guarantee that.
0: Several peanuts. That
1: well, it's,
0: uh, it's an exciting. Oh, hold on. Oh, wow. That's a big strawberry drink right there. This is, uh, yeah,
1: this is going to keep us entertained throughout the whole episode. <laughs> that is called Diabetes Times Two. It's light. Of course, it's light. light. It's, it's basically healthy to drink it. If you don't drink it, you get the beets on these kind of things. That's, that's true good for you. That's
0: true. Coming in, this is your podcast well, about
1: making money and well, lots of it. Well, I'm excited. Um, making money online, the
0: old-fashioned ways. We're going to start calling it. <laughs> yeah, that's right.
1: It used to be the new way, but Adam, um, we were talking. You got you got some things to talk about. Oh man, I, I this know. is all the. Uh, phone calls and stuff during the week it has to stay for the podcast it has to stay for the podcast so
0: I tell you what I don't know if you you know this yet but it's pretty crazy like when you list stuff people
1: buy it so I get this text message I'm in a text group with Adams in there with a bunch of our friends and uh he sends over that on a text form he says boy man if you, if you, if you list things things sell and I said we've been doing a podcast for two years where I've said if you list things things sell He's like, yeah, but now, now it's actually, I'm doing it. <laughs> it's actually happening. Well,
0: the problem is, is I I, I kind of narrowed down my niche. Sold a lot of uh, clothing, VCRs, you know, and, and it's all kind of spurled in, and you make a little bit. But I've really got this card thing that's really fun, it's entertaining. But I have to sell them as uh, graded cards, and it takes time. To, I only have about fifty of those that I've got. But I, I took your advice and I cracked open some old cases from a, a cheaper company that had graded them, and I just said I sold them raw. So it's like the first time I sold some raw cards. I didn't even. T- I had another couple sales since I talked to you. Adam the raw Dog, what did you sell, buddy? Three hundred and eighty-five dollars of cards over the week.
1: Uh, over Sunday. Over Sunday. So three hundred eighty-five dollars. How many? How many total cards? Three cards. Three cards. Three hundred and eighty-five dollars. Wow, that's not. Ain't not bad.
0: And and I am into those cards. Uh, I I paid $20 from the meth head back episodes and episodes ago. And the other one I pulled out of a pack from Phil's. Not bad. So I'm excited. Um, It's really kind of, I got a lot of things listed. Well, a a lot is a relative term. Compared to what you list,
1: I got a few more. You You got a lot for you listed, which it's not competition. And you're getting going. Things are flowing. And when, so all this was eBay sales. All this is eBay sales. I, I will want to tell you, if you haven't noticed, like
0: in the studio, notice that back, it is, look at how clean it is. Yeah, there's a lot less cards back there, huh? I cleaned up the entire place. I've got my stuff organized. I've got my orders to go out to PSA. Like, we are doing this the right way,
1: buddy. You're better than me. I, uh, I was getting my orders to go out to PSA this weekend, and I'm coming up on uh, my expiration date of our, our Platinum membership is in March, I believe. And I don't know if we're going to be able to get another membership or not. It's a question. They, they've sold out, for those of you that don't know. Um, I'm sure if you've listened to this show more than once, you've heard the same story 20 times, so I'll save you a little bit there. But, so I, I put my, my uh, stuff together, the older cards, the newer cards, my tickets, got everything put together, felt good, going to get it listed. Uh next day I'm sorting through a few things and I found my hidden stash of treasures. Oh boy. So there's like oh I need to send those in.
0: Oh, there's those. Your own death pile of death piles.
1: Um oh there's my there's my uh kiss autographs that I've been looking for. That's where they end up. I need to get those in. And then uh uh then I've, I've been buying a lot more too, so it, I guess it's one of those things that it just keeps going, hopefully. So hold on, you said kiss tickets? No, kiss uh I talked about the Kiss memorabilia I bought at one point. I got, oh, I right. got two uh, pictures they are like 8x10s or whatever from when they were in the Vegas residency okay. that this rich couple up in Park City had that they sold me for, for nothing. And it's autographed by the whole band, which isn't the original band, but still has, uh, has Paul Stanley and it has Gene Simmons. Oh, boy. Which are the two you want? That's the two. And so I'm going to send those in to Beckett and get them um, slabbed. <laughs> I've got some. And authenticated, things. yeah. I've, yeah so.
0: I've, I've got your uh, Clark Howard sign. I, I left that up. Clark so
1: Howard. Way. Yeah, I'm going to send uh, these in, and I'm gonna have them get authenticated by Beckett because then they'll put them in the slot. I just like that one better for the autographs. Sure. I I have my I got I have my Rathers. Um, I was telling you, I'll, I'll talk a little bit on it here. I was doing my deep dive. If you're not using Terapeak, regardless of what you're selling, and you have it, um, if not, it's worth probably updating your store for. I was uh, texting back and forth with, with our buddy Mike Painter the other day. And I was just on therapy just screwing around, just looking at things. The amount of information that is on there, like, it, it's crazy. There's a lot of information. If you want to know, so I, I went down to, because uh, everyone always says Beckett or PSA, which is the better uh, brand to go yeah, with. Especially, especially at, well, I guess, everyone in the card game, which we're at.
0: Which coming up, we're going to have a special card guest. Mr. Which,
1: T, yes. which is coming up later in the show. We're yeah. excited for. But everyone talks about which one to go with, which one to go with. I went over to Terapeak, and you can sort through all the data. In the last 365 days, football and baseball and basketball, uh, the winner is PSA.
0: Oh, which we knew
1: that. And it shows you percentages of breakdowns. Um, not too far in the back, Beckett. And then the CGA is way in the back. So anyone that's trying to tell me anything about that. Uh, I can, now I can back it up with facts instead yeah. of my opinion. You're not um, If you're looking for what's been selling, what's been trending, and this isn't just sports cards, obviously. Okay. Me and Adam talk a lot about sports cards, uh, which some people are saying is going up, some people say it's coming down, which is good. Controversy creates cash. Oh, yeah. So, uh... Ooh, speaking of, I got those O.J. Simpson cards. You better get them in there. Uh, you better get a the, the juice... Uh, you better get locked up before he goes out and does
0: something. Uh, before he gets
1: locked up again. <laughs> who knows. Anyway, uh, you can get some data. Uh, if you have the Peak option, um, it's on your seller uh, hub. Yeah, the seller hub. And you can just kind of go through there on the research tab. Also, apparently eBay is reformatting their listing um, process. So you may or may not, if you try to list, have a different looking page. They're trying to simplify everything um, on your on your uh, handheld device, so it'll be like the same as on your computer. Just, just be aware. Let's I mean, what happens. people are people are selling, and uh, we need to bring them the news, Adam. We don't always bring them the news. Yes, that's an eBay eBay news item. Oh, the, the update there. So, I will just recap that. I had uh,
0: three cards that I think I'm into it. Maybe sixty dollars, and after my fees, and and I had them pay for shipping, so I'll get rid of that cost. I made about 300 eh, probably $300, 310 over the weekend.
1: Well, they haven't got them yet. Yes. You yes. have got your good review. Well, well it's, it's it's in my PayPal you wait, account. You wait until they bend, bend them, them all up. up. Yes. The mail's not delivered them. So what
0: I'm saying is I knew nothing about this. I didn't know what PSA was. I didn't know what cards were doing. I've got a lot more in my pipeline. Anyone... If, if it's an interest of yours, take some time, like I said, whether it's concert tickets, which we still believe we're well ahead of the curve on that one.
1: I'm going to stop sharing all the things that we've been sharing because I think we're creating our own competition.
0: The problem is, is I, what's happening.
1: I'm just going to talk about items i picked up and what I've been selling price-wise, but I'm going to stop saying what they are.
0: Your buddy Gary v, like he's in the Vine, man. He, he's watching what we're doing. And you talked about Marvel and Superman. And, and Did you see what came out yesterday? He
1: ticks me off. Adam sends him a little uh, tweet. Of Gary B. He's looking for a Macho Man rookie card. And he's like, Derek uh, and that and uh, Painter, show him your stuff. He can come find my stuff. He's the one looking. Uh, the problem is he's got so many followers and people that are, you know, just in the spectrum of Gary B. That he can just put, hey, I'm looking for a Can of Mountain dude and it'll have 50 people. Like, I'm going to drop it off at your office, Gary. Here you go, Gary. How would that be? So he's looking for this card, which is fine. Like, I get it. But he's got like a list of people like, buy my card. Here's this card. I'll give you a discount. Some of us are out hustling. That's, that's so I said, Gary knows where to find me, uh, which is true.
0: It's true. He does know to find you. you are tweeting. Did he come out with uh, Superheroes then? Oh, yeah. yeah I, I thought he did, did. He's it. killing me. The first favorite, your second favorite, Brian, this morning. He's going after, uh, I think it was Batman.
1: And oh, I'm ahead
0: of him. I know that you are. I'm I, ahead I, of him. That's the best part about this podcast. I know we do it for a lot of reasons. A lot of people. When we're older and, and we can be like, hey, remember, like we were... Head of the curve, a la... Uh, Listen to episode 116. You'll see. I had it. Yeah. I, everybody told us that Michael Jordan cards were junk.
1: I, I still got it. Yeah. I, I sold I sold three Michael Jordan cards for uh, $200. I, I mean, I've been... I'm not even going to say... I've been buying some cards in that realm. <laughs> I'll tell you off the air, because I really do think, like... We create a a little bit of a buzz, and that dries up. I know with some of the wrestling cards and stuff we've talked about, it's it's a lot harder to find them. So I think going forward in the future, maybe we'll talk generic cards or what we're kind of doing. But, I mean, we're we're teaching you to fish, or we're telling you, this is what I'm fishing for. I don't know. A little bit of both.
0: But we're happy because it creates, uh, like I said, controversy. It creates cash and... I'm just having fun, man. It, well, that's, I mean...
1: fun stuff. That's the thing with the, the junk card errors, they call it or whatever, and a lot of it is, but like you're saying, Michael Jordan cards are worthless, then you have somebody saying, I'll give you $100 for that. Yes. Um, we have the NFL playoffs going on right now, and last night, I stayed up a little later than I wanted to, because in the uh, Christmas miracle stash, I was going through some cards, I'm like, oh, there's a Patrick Mahomes second year card. Oh, there's a Josh Allen rookie rush. Oh. oh uh, yeah, and you get this one, so... Uh, listed some other things. I, I have some controversy over my Juan Soto refractor still going. Um, I've had some people reaching out to me. I put it up there. Listed it, just as PSA said. Uh, apparently, it's, it's not a refractor. It is the controversy. I've had people uh, uh, sending me messages. Some some polite. Some not as polite. And sometimes kids in the room. Uh, I'm going to be a little more conservative than I'd usually be. Even though I know his kid listens to me when I do go off on things. Just on the podcast. But I had a guy that sent me something today that said, you're going to have an angry customer when this is all said and done. I said, well, how come? That's not what it is. And I said, this is the card has pictured. This is the title. Whatever. And uh, I looked at this guy's page. He's drawing on scratch paper cards. So he's got one. So, and he's not a good artist. It'd be like me. I'm like, so I said, I said, well, how's that going for you? How's the drawing cards going for you? And if people are going to be upset at me, how's the, uh, the Juan Soto one-of-one hand-drawn on a sheet of, of scratch paper going what for is, you? He Haven't say? heard back. Big shocker. Yeah. Does he have an eBay store? Yeah, I'll show you during the break. Um, and then also this other guy was telling me that if I go through with this, not only is it, I mean, they're talking about me all on these forms, so I said, what forms? And he told me some names. I went over there, there's, there's nothing. <laughs> And uh, he said, not only if you go through with this, you're committing fraud, and you're mailing this across state lines knowing that you're doing a fraudulent oh, transaction. Goodness. Yes, and, and so I'm just like, listen, buddy, you got a lot of free time on your hands. I appreciate that you're looking out for me. Um, the people that bid, I've kind of been in contact with. They know what they're getting. We've had this go through before. If they don't, they can return it. Not a big deal. Thanks, though. Thank you, sir. Oh, some people are going to be running up that if they want to run it up at the last minute and not pay. I'll open up an unpaid item. I'm not worried. Yeah. I mean, and I'm far from a guy that you're gonna <laughs> scare over a text message. Yes. And then I went to look at some of his stuff, and he had a, a card I wanted to buy, you know, an Anderson card, but he blocked me. So I sent him a message and said, "Do you ever want to sell that card? I'm blocking you. When you're not when you're not scared of you know." Do you want to share
0: his? i I can it. I can buy it for you.
1: Well, no, because there's people listening. I don't want to give him money. Okay. We'll talk about. We that. got five people. My mom listens now. I don't know if you know this. Our listening. It was a New Year's resolution. Oh, wow. She liked Kid Everest last week. She sends me little notes now. Really? So we went 116 episodes joking about it. But now she, now my mom listens. So I got to be wow. on my, be on my P's and Q's because you got kids in the room and my mother listens.
0: I will go back to that. It was actually really fun to listen to the episode and hear about how those, those, I mean, their kids, like their kids and, and their ability to start a business. Which I don't think my sons listened to that episode yet, but you need to. Um, it, it was just kind of fun. It was really interesting to see how people think differently at a young
1: age. No, they were they were sharp, and like I said, I'd like to lie and say that would be me if the technology was available, but it wasn't because you know kids are out hustling. Yeah. I think they got a bright future ahead of them. I'm glad that we got the connection with them. And the one thing, and we talked about it on the podcast, but I'll bring it up now, is a lot of times you start meeting people in your early twenties that have kind of the same interests. You start them you know, talking with them, that's when people form businesses, yeah. you form relationships, you go to college together. If you're a lawyer, people make bonds at that point. And you find people that are kind of similar with you that you can go forward with, with life with a lot of times. Certainly. They're doing it's this at, much younger age. at early teen age. Yes. So you're going to get those bonds that's going to be stronger. You're going to build that relationship. I just think, like, I think that there's going to be some big, big stuff coming out oh, of these yes. people. Yes, I, I agree.
0: We started when we were 37 with the podcast. Could you imagine when we started being friends?
1: I mean, or even, let's say, if we knew each other when we were 12 or 13, yeah. and we're talking sports cards. Now, wow. uh, it's just a, from that, what changes, what comes, what goes. That's five years of experience, right? I, I'm just saying. Like, if you're, if you're in the business, entrepreneur, newer minds, and you're like, oh, yeah, I know, I know Kevin. I've known him since we were 14. I helped him fund this project. When we went to college, we did this. Together. I mean, yeah, exactly. you got a lot more background about people, and with the internet, it makes it a lot easier to stay connected to people. So, And I think that's what a lot of this is. Is It
0: is, um, I don't know, hopefully, we we'll give you some ideas, give you some uh, um, want to. Um, like I said, this, the eBay stuff, it, it's kind of, it's probably my, my third thing that I do. My first is my accounting business. Like I so said, I've done this for years, it's gearing up the accounting time. Done a lot of W-2s, a lot of taxes. Uh, for those of you who don't know, the IRS just pushed back the filing date. <clears throat> you cannot file your tax returns until February 12th, which means realistically returns won't be, go out until February 20th, and that's if you're lucky.
1: So I have uh, so at, at work, at my day job, uh, we got the the uh, W-2s and, yeah. and things, and you can tell the people that you are going to get money back because yeah. they're like, chopping at the bit to just go get whatever refund card they can get. You can tell the people they're going to pay or they're somewhere
0: in between. It's just kind of interesting to see that. Not until February 12th is when the soonest we can find And they didn't extend the tax deadline. So now I have from February 12th to April 15th. Normally I can start like January 21st. So they took off three and a half weeks. Um, so appreciate that, IRS. It's going to be a mess. Hopefully they get that figured out. But that's my first, uh, you know... Like so that's what I do. It's his first love. Yes, the county is my first love. Um, it's a num- It's a numbers game, from what I understand. Oh yes. Um, my other one is like so I. I really, you know, from doing that, I spurned an online business. That's kind of always the dream. That's exactly the dream. That's what we do. eBay stuff, but I spurned the dream of uh, we sell online wheelchairs. An online company that we sell wheelchairs kind of all over the country and now internationally: Canada, um, Australia. So that's kind of, you know, I've learned a lot from that, and now as I kind of do this eBay, it's all that same idea. It's, it's learning how to do something you've never done before because you can make money out
1: of it. Uh, and that's the thing. A lot of people think that you have to be born with that engine or that desire or that mindset, and I think that helps a lot. But I do think that's something that can be uh, developed. No, absolutely. Uh, I think, uh, you know, people sitting around or saying, well, I can't do this, I've never done that, I've always worked for somebody, I don't know anything, I don't know how to sell things. I think if you got the want, you can create that motor.
0: Yes, and there's always that one-off niche. I mean, you might be the guy who knows more about,
1: uh, you know, trains, fly fishing, fly fishing. Oh yeah, that was a good one. A fly. Yeah, I mean, some of the stuff. If you know what you're doing. Chicken coops. Different kinds of chickens. Well, here's something. So, okay, we got springs coming up soon, right? right. We usually want to be about 90 days ahead of what's going on. That's about where we're at. Um. If you remember last year, my big thing was those lids on the mason jars were hard to find yes, for people canning. <laughs> well, what, what happens for them to can things is they have to grow things. Okay. Uh, apparently, right now, it's hard to come by certain seeds. Oh. Uh, if you're in that world of gardening, that kind of stuff, some of those supplies, uh, tools, that kind of thing, um, it's, it's a good thing right now going through this, whatever you want to call it, pandemic recession, whatever's been going on. It's got people wanting to do more gardening, more growing their own stuff, not waiting for supply
0: chains. Yes, which, it was funny, my, my son and I, we watched uh, uh, on History Channel, uh, the food that grew America, kind of a yeah, history-type yeah. thing, and it really talked about like how um, like Hershey's, uh, Post, um, kind of all these, these first attributes to where the Industrial Revolution happened that everybody came to the city, but food was like, you know, nobody had preservatives, we didn't have microwaves, we didn't have, you know, refrigerators, we had none of that stuff, we had to figure out how to bring this into a lot of space, and I think that people are going back the way it used to be, like they want to grow their own food. They don't want to be reliant on
1: somebody else. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, I think that's, that's kind of a trendy thing right now for whatever reason. I, there's multiple reasons. No, absolutely. But the point I'm trying to make is if you sell this kind of stuff online, yeah. um, maybe eBay on the smaller, easier to ship things, Amazon for things you can get in bulk, or just local Facebook marketplace, Craigslist type things for, I mean, if you got uh, in where you can get a lot of uh, mulch. Oh, Or gardening supplies, maybe you can make those little, you know, gardening beds they make. Uh,
0: I've seen a lot of those, yeah. That that kind of stuff. So make beds. So right when I say I'm
1: not going to tell people what to do because they're going to just flood the market, I go and tell people what to do. So uh, just you got to be thinking creative and and different things, though. Think of what's going on, think of what people need. When you need those items. What they're looking for. Well, you know, go down to uh, the true... The, the true or best
0: best which one? The true at best. The true at best in Nephi, Utah. Yeah, every every ever, year uh, that's where you just go. See Everett Denny, he will be the guy that takes care of you. <laughs> he knows more about raising chickens, uh you know, fertilizer, any kind of thing than any uh, human being
1: probably should. Uh, he does know a lot about all that stuff.
0: <laughs> so, well, we're getting ready. We're going to have a special guest, Adam T's coming on. uh He, I found him. I said so we'll get into a little bit, but I found him online and. I think he's hitting it hard, just like we are on this uh, this online selling. We're uh, we're checking out Adam's competition. Yes, well, roy has got his own competition in in. Uh, I created my own competition between between Painter,
1: you know, and your buddy uh, David Peck, You know, you've you've got up there with the big boys. Uh, we're up. That's that's a cool thing. I'm I'm talking to. I, I might not be on Mount Rushmore, but I'm I'm talking to the guys that are. So
0: I know before we talked about you know. David's probably the the Michael Jordan.
1: We need to bring him in. We do. We, we do. need to bring him on, and I think we could.
0: He's he's got this crazy amount of cards. And you you brought up you know you're the Scottie Pippen like you probably are, but maybe I'd say more like the Ron Harper.
1: Oh well, if we're on the same team, can I go to another team? Maybe I could be a a Sean Kemp or a yeah. uh, Dikembe Mutombo. Uh, possibly. Okay. I like, you were calling me the Michael Jordan. I'm the one calling me Scotty Pippen, But now you're downplaying me. Well, well, now you sell a couple of cards, and all of a sudden you're thinking, "Oh, I'm, I'm going to be Horace Grant, and Derek's going to be uh, Ron Harper. I'm uh, uh, at least John Paxson, I, or I, I, Bill Walton. No, Bill.
0: Bill Walton's a Hall of Famer. Bill Wellington, or uh, Luke Loomis, Yeah, Lung. Greg Ostertag. Yeah, yeah. Uh, blue Edwards. Oh, I'll take Blue all day, every day. So uh, that gives you a little tidbits like so we're gonna jump on the interview, we'll we'll catch you on the other side. There, there's a reason we call this the Death Files and Taxes podcast. Why do we call that? Because for the rest of your life and even the year that you die, you have to file your taxes.
1: Well, I got a guy that does that for me. That's right,
0: because here at Adam Up Accounting, that's what we do. We take care of taxes. We're very familiar with online retailers. Even if you're listening because you enjoy the soul-free sounds of Derek Everett, we will take care of your taxes. Check his house online, adamupaccounting.com. The social medias, we will help. Make sure that you file your taxes timely and enjoy the process.
1: It's uh, D-Roy Everett and Adam Beasley from the Death Files and Taxes podcast that you're listening to right now. Your favorite account. I know. It's the greatest thing in the whole world. A lot of you have been asking what you can do to help the podcast out, and seriously, all we want is a review. Yeah. Hopefully, it's a five-star review, but if not, be fair, uh, at least a four.
0: <laughs> we know you're listening. Like I said, we see the numbers. We're all over the world. Like I said, it's just we see it. We appreciate everyone listening. Help us get a little higher up there. Help us like,
1: get more new Helps listeners. The algorithms, people can help find us out, and it really does help. So, if you can go to Apple, iTunes, that's where a lot of you are already listening, or, or wherever you're listening. Spotify, Apple, you know, all of these different things. They're all out Wherever you listen, give us a. You don't even have to write a review, just give us five stars. If you want to give us a review, that's cool too. We appreciate it, and keep listening. Thanks for listening, guys.
0: Hey, it's us again. Um, We just interviewed Adam Tebbs, but we had the Skype gods kind of angry with us a little bit. The information is so good that Big Brother was kind of, uh, they were censoring us.
1: Adam put on his tinfoil hat. I pieced it together the best we can, so enjoy the interview. If it glitches or hops around, I did the best editing I could, Adam. And we're back. Welcome on in. we got a special guest right now with us. Adam scoured all over the internet to find another Adam, which isn't a very common name, so... Let's bring in Adam Tebbs to the show. Uh Adam, I don't know you that well, but from what I've heard during the break, I'm pretty impressed with the story. So how are you doing today, sir?
2: Hey, I'm doing good, man. It's uh it's it's fun to be here.
1: So Adam was a insurance salesman that has uh turned sneakerhead into card man. am, am I getting that right?
2: Yeah, that sounds about right. And uh, a lot in between, to be honest too.
1: And I can say well, let's, run, let's run the gambit. Uh you said you like to talk, we're talkers, so Um, let's, let's start with the insurance game and what happened with that and how you ended up uh, in the reselling world. So, um, yeah, let's let's shoot shoot the hip there.
2: So I'm, uh, I'm originally from Las Vegas, um, born and raised. Um, I actually got a golf scholarship to BYU and that's what brought me up to Utah. Um, and so I played, um, I did five years, went on a mission. Um, so I did the whole seven years. Um, I was engaged my senior year to a girl. And so I decided to find a job in Utah and my dad's cousins owned an insurance agency up in Salt Lake and decided to give him a call. And they said, dad, come try it out. And I was like, well, sure. Um, at that point I didn't really want to do golf anymore. I was so burned out. Um, it, you know, it became, it became a full-time job and like, there's no, it like wasn't fun anymore. And so, um,
0: I was In like, "Golf is not fun. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Whoa. that's a lot of golf. if It's not fun. I enjoy golfing, but I've never been that long or probably not that good, so that's probably why it wasn't fun for you. Yeah, I mean,
2: just every day of, of your life, from, you know, since I was five years old and up until college, and you know, it was just time to be done. <laughs> but so you uh, did
0: that, and then you started doing insurance. That's what you got into, right? I, insurance, um,
2: stayed in Utah for the girl. The girl ended up breaking it off with me, uh, but my job was going good. So it was a win-win, I guess, in the end. But, um, yeah, I mean, I just started figuring out insurance, and it was just like you're on your own just like golf, and, you know, I figured out ways how to, you know, sell people insurance, and it's mostly talking to people, but, you know, um, and so I was very successful doing that. For about five and a half, five years with them, and then uh, they actually fired me out of nowhere. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, and uh, they brought in their brother-in-law, and who lost his job, and to take over my book. And I was uh, overnight. They, I was, I had nothing. Like they kicked me out. Like, wow,
1: yeah, that's that uh, that's something that people don't think about. You think that you have a steady job. I, I've been laid off before too, and everything's going good. You think that you got it for security. And then out of nowhere,
2: uh, it can all it can all vanish pretty pretty quickly. I mean and this was family too, right? And so you just never I mean, you really just never know. Yeah, family,
1: that makes it a little awkward at uh, Thanksgiving.
2: <laughs> yeah, you say that. No words have been spoken since. So. <laughs> I well
0: I I I can know what you mean there. So Yeah,
2: you know, so you're,
1: yeah. you're doing the insurance thing, did you get back in there? Or is that when you decide to, to do the resale? Yeah,
2: I mean, I went through a period of like um, two months where i was you know i was like well this is what i know so this is what i'm gonna do and i kind of had like revenge in my in my mind right like i'm gonna get them like whatever whatever and so i ended up working for um another agency la bowen insurance in orem and um for two years and it was really it was really good like amazing like lane you know lane bowen great great guy great boss um but it just got to me like i i just related insurance to what happened to me and i like could not function it was just like a bad a bad deal like i saw counseling and like this and that but like it just was something that like i could not get over could not get over
1: so uh, basically it's just getting stressful with insurance and uh you're 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 getting tired of
2: it yeah just like couldn't function couldn't do my job like wasn't selling really anything i had no desire to sell any like it just it just wasn't a good place and i you know i didn't want to do that to my new boss because he was like really really good guy and so i i mean in the meantime i'm like so like i gotta backtrack i mean i inherit my grandpa's baseball card collection in the meantime
0: like and so So we got grandpa's money in the basement then
2: yeah so i mean I've, i've always done ebay and and that's what i was saying earlier i've to this day my ebay we sell vera bradley bags like watches like sunglasses like like you name it shoes still you know george still shoes and whatever whatever and so um my grand my grandma and grandpa were over for dinner and i was just like all about ebay at that point and telling them like oh you you would have no idea like what's laying around your house da and she's like well like your grandpa's baseball cards, like, they're just taking up too much room. And I was like, yeah, like, I'd love to look at those, you know. So <laughs> probably, like, 35 binder fulls, <laughs> like, just jam-packed, like, from the nineteen oh, uh, like, 1979 to 1989. All right, so you're going through grandpa's basement, and
0: grandma told you that these cards are just taking up way too much space. Yeah,
2: and... And it was like a whole closet full, and um, and I just told him I was like, "Well, I'll just take all of them if like if that's what you want to do." And so I I hauled like thirty five binders, like in my car, and I mean that's just how my brain works. I just like just was so stoked to like figure out something new, you know, like. And so, um, yeah, I took all thirty five binders, and he, you know, my grandpa was like i won't find anything in there worth you know a quarter you know whatever and i was like yeah well i don't know but it'll be fun and so i started learning like looking up card values just like from you know night he had full sets from 1979 to 1989 you know all don russ fleer tops like every single every single year and so through that i learned you know who who the rookies are those years you know griffey's 89 and you know you have mcguire in 86 or 85 and you know tony gwynn and sandberg and like so i learned all like cards through that era and values
0: so Uh, you just you just had something you're breaking the stereotype here adam you are in the basement but an attractive female just walked by you like do you know her yeah
2: um she said she was like uh, super stoked
0: that I was going to be uh, on a podcast. So she's just like, i got to listen. I was like, all right. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, there we go. We're get some street cred. Breaking the stereotypes. He is in the basement, but he's not. I think you did say you're at your mom's, but you yeah. have your wife in the with you. And it's
2: basement, too. Yeah.
0: But as long as you're making money, that's the stereotype we like to break.
1: <laughs> with uh, Grandpa's card collection, where you sell those raw, did you get into grading, or was that just?
2: Yeah, so, I mean, the the first card that stuck out to me when I'm looking at values was uh, a Ricky Ricky Henderson rookie, and um, I'm looking at that, and I would always look at, like, highest sold, like, highest price. I want to know, like, what's the potential here? Like, what can this do? And there was, like, a, you know, a PSA 10 that sold for, like, $21,000, and I was like, there's no way it can be the same card I'm looking like, like what? Like, and I didn't even realize like it was graded or anything like that. And so, um, you know, learned the hard way that you know, <laughs> it uh, you know, you, you got to send them in and da 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 da. Well, um, I actually got an eight, uh, an eight on that card. I remember, and like, obviously, it's like yeah. a, sixty yeah. bucks or something, but <laughs> but uh, I was selling them raw, and um, you know, I I started joining Facebook groups, you know like, baseball groups, through that, um, you know, just selling so before
0: off. Before that, like, so that's what we try and get into with our listeners is you had sent in a card before. That's You had never done that. You just figured it out on your own, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm looking at a $20,000 card, and I'm like, I have the same card. Like, this is great, you know? But, like, I didn't realize, <laughs> I didn't realize it was, like, in a slab or anything. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right, we are back with Adam T. We're going to make this happen. <laughs> Adam, now, so you found this $20,000 Ricky Henderson card. Yours, unfortunately, wasn't quite in that realm, but you're doing the research. Was this when you were in the sneakerhead stuff before this, or is this what got you into reselling?
2: Um, no, so I, I was doing shoes at the time, and so I, I had actually gone from, like, buying brand-new shoes to doing huge shoes and, like, Cleaning you shoe you shoes up and then selling them that way because I couldn't keep up with um you know the bots and like this and that.
1: Kind of talk about that. and explain. we had on the show. We talked a lot about cards and reselling, but there are people that just do straight sneakers and you were one of them for a while. Um yeah. how did that work and then the bots moving in and all that? Tell that story if you don't mind.
2: Yeah, so um so so when I yeah, so when I started doing shoes um you know I saw the biggest dollar amount was you know brand new pair of shoes like brand new shoe with the box and and everything like that and so I discovered stock x and I was like well this is like this is this is so easy like so I would literally go down like every model of Jordan and like put in a bid on like every shoe and I would just wait until it would get accepted like knowing like I'm comfortable at that price point if someone accepts it and so I mean it was like like I said, like 10, 10, bids a day, like getting accepted, you know, two, $300 pair of shoes. And, um, and I was like, Oh, this is great. Um, but then like the new releases were like how you made bigger money. And with the newer releases, you had to have a bot, you know, a computer program to like, you know, snag like 20 pairs immediately for you. But you had to have like proxies and like, you know, your, your your different servers and different credit card numbers and this and that. And it just became too much, and, like, I couldn't keep up. And it was just, like, there's no way this is worth it. Like, you have to be on Twitter, like, 24 like, waiting for the latest drop, this and that. And so, and, like, I do this with my brother. And so, I'm talking to my brother. I'm, like, we got to, like, we got to go a different direction because, like, this, this is not They can't keep up. And so... so how we, much
1: would a shoes sell? What's that? What's well, kind of the average price? So you buy these shoes, what were they flipping for at the time? What were you getting off of them? Yeah,
2: so, I mean, on average, I'd say, I, you know, the more money you spend, the more money you make. But, I mean, on average, like, I was comfortable with spending, like, 250 to $300 to sell a pair for, like, $400, maybe.
1: That's not bad. So you're, you're making about 100% markup somewhere in there? Yeah,
2: I mean... Um, you know, there's some L's in there too, but, um, but yeah, I mean, that's, you just, you learn like what models are the best, which models hold value. Like I always go like so hard when I like figure something out, like I I go way too hard in the beginning. Like I, so I, I
0: just like
2: buying every Jordan model. Like I was like, Oh, this is so easy. Like, but like soon figured out, like, you know, it's only like a few models that really are consistent. Um, So
0: do you have a pretty good death pile of shoes? Like, do you have a pretty good stock of stuff?
2: (laughs) Man, my basement's a joke right now.
0: Do you know, one of the things that I found interesting, which I was going to bring this up with Derek, is now there's people that are putting together pallets of, like, people's death piles. Because, you know, you get excited, you think there's there, but, you like, you move on to something else. So now they want you to kind of palletize stuff, get rid of your death pile, and somebody else gets excited about it. So that's something I'm going to look into. Huh, that's, yeah, that's really interesting. Because, yeah, my basement's
2: been just, just... Yeah. Yeah, well the guy in the
1: neighborhood, everyone's waiting for that yard sale. Because they know there's going to be some good stuff. Yeah, exactly. I just recently
2: started selling my shoes on eBay as of, like, a week ago. Just because I was like, I'm, I got to be and I'm like, I don't even know how many thousands of dollars. And so um, my mom actually helps me, like, post... Stuff on eBay and I I pay a percentage. Oh
0: small. wow! So you've got your brother helping you, mom's helping you. and a so family months. rival
1: business from the from the insurance. Now you got your own family business rolling.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just I feel like I understand the buy and sell the eBay world like very very well. But I mean, it does come down to manpower at some point, you know. Because I mean, you have to list
0: things like you have to list things. All, like every day, like you have them. our our saying is Derek's grandma always said you can't sell out of an empty wagon <laughs> if you don't have stuff listed you, like how are they going to buy it well exactly
2: and, and 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 eBay's so crazy too because you know like I said, like i do i have um vera bradley women's bags that's probably the, our my most popular seller on my eBay to be honest, but it got you know jordans and and sunglasses and and this and that. And, um, it's like, I'll list five pairs of shoes and then two bags will sell.
1: Yeah, it's kind of weird. Their algorithm's weird. You list stuff and other stuff just pops, but it seems to be related.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's like, so I'm like, as long as you just list anything, like somehow your stuff gets seen.
1: So are you buying all this retail arbitrage or are you, you go to outlets? You got wholesale, um, with, with all that other stuff before we get into cards and getting heavy. Yeah,
2: um, so I discovered Goodwill online, um, shopgoodwill.com. Um, they run auctions all day, every day from Goodwill's cross country of things that they get in their store, well, supposedly. Um, and I mean, just like an inf- infinite amount of like brands and products and like, you wouldn't even believe how many things there are to look at. And I like, like Vera Bradley women's bags were like, what I could get the cheapest and sell the fastest and make a profit. Like I tried a lot of things, but uh, yeah. I I, And so I did shop Goodwill com for like all those purchases and I would spend, you know, 200 to $300 in a lot for these bags.
1: See that's what that's what we tell people that listen. We'll have people tell us, well, I'd like to start reselling, but there's nothing around me or I can't find anything. And like that, nah, you're just not trying 'cause there's there's so much out there. Have
2: infinite options every day it seems like.
0: Well with like I said, with the pandemic, uh, except like we I sold a you know, a bunch of different things, kind of the same thing, and then I found my niche kind of into that nostalgia sports cards thing. Got into it a couple years ago and just got more and more into it. And I've got, right now, I think I've got about 450 cards I'm waiting on at PSA. Yeah, so I- just kind of waiting. Um, sold, like I said, three cards over the weekend. I've sold quite a few cards, some Lucas, And yeah. it's just crazy what people will pay for. But, again, I didn't know anything about it. So you just have to
1: kind of learn it. And it sounds like that's what you've been doing. Yeah, so so you're in the basement. You're making it hard a hard turn. You're telling
2: your brother we need to uh, figure something out because we can't compete with robots. Right. Yeah. you get into cards. And so, so we, a- so we actually got into use, you know, shoes and like we actually really perfected like a lot of cool things. Like we, we invented like a, a sauce to like put on the bottom of your shoes to make your soles icy. We had like a a a, uh, a tent with like grow lights in it, and like we had a drill press with like brushes to clean the box. I mean it was a really really cool like everything we had going on in my basement but with that it, I noticed it's taking forever to get these shoes start to finish on eBay like it's taking forever you know and so that's what led me to cleaning or anything like that um and so that's where the bags came and that's where belt buckles and and the sunglasses came and and then you know soon soon I inherit my grandpa's collection, and I was like, oh, well, this is, like, the most perfect thing ever. Like, I don't have to do anything, and they're small and, like, easy to ship, and, like, it just made, it just, it was perfect.
1: So, with most of your stuff right now, um, I think we found you, Adam, sees you all over the Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. Are you you Marketplace, eBay, combination of both, uh, StockX?
2: Yeah, so, um... Man, cards is just a crazy world, man. So many different ways to make money. That's why I love it. So many different ways to make money. It's crazy. Um, I, um, you know, I sent in cards uh, at first because I was like, oh, well, this is how you make money. But quickly realized, wow, like, I thought this was this grade and it ended up getting three grades lower. Like, well, now I'm screwed. Well, that sucked. You know, like... Okay. Lesson learned there. Now what? Um, so you look, you know, you kind of like, you kind of see what other people are doing. Like I had a couple buddies who did like cards and, you know, started talking to them and like, Oh, join this group, join that group. And I was like, okay. So I joined a couple groups and I, you know, started making these posts, you know, I'd, I'd list like probably 30 to 35 cards with a price and, you know, just wait for people to, to buy them and, uh, you know, that was good, but, um, you know, I knew, like, graded, car- like, you have to have, like, if you're going to make money, like, you got to have graded cards, like, it's plain and simple, like, I have, like, 275 cards PSA, too, a side note, but um before I know it, like, I started, like, getting a reputation for, like, you know, being a good seller, and, like, people would, like, you know, recognize my name, and so I was, like, okay, well, let's, you know, that's, that's cool, and then the whole Luca boom happened in 2018, and I was like, Well, I don't really do basketball, I only do like baseball. And so I knew baseball really, really well. And so the Luca boom was happening, and I was seeing like the prices like people were like paying, and like I was, I was like, Man, like that is like triple or quadruple what I'm seeing, like in baseball world. And so at that time, I, you could go to Target and just like buy Prism boxes. And yes so, you could but you could <laughs> we did yeah 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 and so i mean i mean opening opening your first box right It's is like oh man like this is amazing like so so fun so we i go to target like every day and it was like nothing back then right it, you just walk in and buy like three like what do they call them Blas- i don't even buy boxes but three blasters or whatever whatever and then you know you're hoping to get you know the silver or whatever whatever and, but, like, I learned, like, you're not going to make money just, like, opening boxes, like, either. <laughs> you know, it's, I mean, I pulled one Lucas Silver, um, sold, sold it for, uh, like, 300, so there you go.
0: That's, that's good. <laughs> it's funny, because the nice part is... is We talk about it all the time, like with technology, like we timestamp all of these things. We talk about stuff. We talked about the last dance before it really happened. We talked about the tiger stuff before it happened. Um, I can go back, like, so I first met you. um, I was trying to buy some cards with you back in uh, April (laughs) because I can go through my things. And you had this vintage lot. And I'm like, man, this is a pretty good deal. But I wanted the Pete Maravich and Wilt Chamberlain, and they were gone. (laughs) I totally remember that a lot. Yeah. (laughs) And and you're like, hey, man. And I'm like, oh, man, those are the cards I wanted. Those are the ones I thought were undervalued. So I I said, no. (laughs) But there you go. A couple years later, a year later, we have you on the podcast. (laughs) That's so funny. I totally remember that, too. (laughs) And and I'm hoping now I'm going to want to look at those cards because I'm guessing on both of our parts, they're worth a lot more money. <laughs> <laughs> Has to be right. Like vintage is a
2: whole another ball game, man. Like whole another ball game. Like
1: so. What are you focused on now? We're not going to make you give away all, our, all, all your trade yeah. secrets since you can't go into Target and just buy you a, a blaster box and make you, you know, three hundred dollars a day off that. But uh, where do you where do you see this trended, or, or what's you know the future for you? So. As, so
2: as of right now, I like through trials and errors and, and everything, everything, I run, I run a fire sale in a group every – I try to do it every week, but sometimes it's too hard. But I do it usually every two weeks, a fire sale, and it's, it's – you know, I try to – I call it the GOAT fire sale. I do LeBron, MJ, Kobe cards, and that's it, every two weeks. And, um, you know, and I, I'm looking for those lots, like, every day, every hour of the day. You know, I probably spend, like, 1500 bucks a week on, you know, Kobe cards or, you know, LeBron lot or MJ lots or whatever. So I can, like, replenish what, you know, what I lose in the sale. Like, last sale, I mean, brought in, like, brought in $7,500. Um, wow last Friday. And so, I mean, I mean, and I'm always like trying to improve. I'm always trying to like, you know, improve the process. Like, you know, I started doing a fire something doing like 150 bucks, you know, and I thought it was great. And, um, you know, you just learn like what people want and uh, what, you know, who, who to get what product to get this and that. And so, yeah, every two weeks, I mean, it's, uh, I'm able to like replenish my inventory where it's like, you know, bringing in like about seven grand. I mean, that's seven seven grand for one sale, um, you know, and profits probably at like forty to fifty percent margins there.
0: That's that's better money than not. Well, I, I mean, yeah. you be doing that or selling insurance. I, I mean, <laughs> what? Like, nah, nah. <laughs>
2: Right. So
1: this this has replaced your – so we were kind of breaking up there. I'm going to do my best to, to piece this together, but for people that missed it, this has replaced your insurance. This is your full-time job right now.
2: Is, yeah. Uh, yeah, I committed uh, like three and a half, four months ago. I, I called my boss, and I said I just can't do it. And I told my wife, like, this is what I'm going to do. Like, I'm good at this. I know what I'm doing here. Like, I don't see cards, like, disappearing anytime soon, especially with, like, the whole, you know, everybody stay at home thing, and it's like people like it just makes sense, like that sure. this be around, like
0: you know. you're doing it that way. So, so here's the thing, like you you quit your full time job. I'm gonna call you out. Like, did you set up an S corporation? Do you have a separate checking account? Do you have a credit card? Yeah. So, I yeah, I have
2: all of all those. We uh, we got. I mean, our our uh, our LLC is called Pogo's LLC, and it's something. In, some in the works related to cards, and so, so you
0: said LLC. How was it taxed, though, Adam? Yeah, um, s- yes.
2: Yeah, so on that note, like I don't know why. Ah, there
1: talking. you go. That's uh, that's this uh, part of the podcast. I talk the reselling, he talks to the taxes, so he's gonna tell you right here.
2: Yeah, I tried googling stuff when I was like setting it up, and I was like, "Yeah, screw this, man! Like, I don't know."
1: Oh, <laughs> ah, there, there you go. So, well,
0: we'll, we'll talk. Uh, There's a big difference. There's a big difference in the resale world because LLC means a lot of things, but it doesn't mean anything about taxes. It all depends if you're a sole proprietor or if you're an S corporation. Taxes or something
2: like, like we're not uh, like something wasn't a
0: corporation
2: for uh, taxes.
0: You're just just proving my point, man. I appreciate it. That's, that's why I'm needed. (laughs) So, uh, Oh, no, for sure.
1: <laughs> so, with your fire cells, um, that's through Facebook Marketplace or, or Facebook groups. Are you are yeah. you shipping? It's just local pickup. Uh, how how's I, that going? Yeah,
2: yep. Yeah. Ship ship all orders. It's usually about forty to fifty orders every sale.
0: <clears throat> so it sounds like you're 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 balling out, man. You're enjoying what you do. You've learned a lot. Um, like I said, as we kind of kind of wrap up, what? Um, thing would you say? This is what I've enjoyed the most, and this is what I, I I would do differently going forward. Um, the most the most satisfying thing
2: for me is the hunt of like, like p- no, like knowing your cards so well. Like I I know every single Kobe Bryant card ever. I could I could pick it out like. I love that I know them so well that in a lot of a hundred cards, I can pick out the two cards that make the lot worth it and know like what I can pay immediately. And i I'm like, nobody's going to know like, so, you know, know it. you know, totally
0: know your market.
2: Yeah. I mean, knowledge, knowledge is, is everything. The more you know about whatever you are doing, the more successful you will be. It's very simple.
0: So what would you do differently? What are you going to do this year, 2021 to make your reselling better? Um, how, I mean, I got to figure out how to,
2: you know, it, it's always trying to find, you know, the next best thing, how to make things faster. I'm always trying to, how can I make a sale once a week? You know, like, how can I get it so I don't have to wait, you know, every two weeks? Like, where's another outlet where I can buy cards that, cause like, you, you got to think outside the box. Like you, you cannot be like everybody else to be like, to be successful. You know, so it's just like, can I find another outlet where I can buy you know bulk lot of cards? Like I'm always trying to find stuff like that, and so I think finding more more places like where nobody That's else, you know, like
1: if you if you find that you better hunker down because uh, there's a lot of people uh, looking that way right now. So what uh what what's your home run? And then what's like your your uh your strikeout as far as cards go or even reselling in general.
2: Like what? Like like, you talk about a home run. My home run was a MacGyver jacket that I got
1: at the DI for like $8 and sold for 400 or something, you know, um, just, just your one thing that was like, I can't believe I just sold this for this amount. Um,
2: so there was, um, (laughs) so when I was like, I did, I got into jackets pretty heavily. Um, and there's, like, huge profit margins in jackets, by the way, because there's could be, like, unknown jacket that you're getting, and, like, it ends up being crazy. But anyway, it was, like, this all – oh, man, I can't even remember the brand. Some urban, like, urban street brand, and it was just, like, all leather. Size was, like, 5XL, like, craziest-looking thing I've ever seen in my whole life. And But I saw that the brand was, like – sold for like, you know, eight, 900 bucks, like the jackets. And I got it on shop Goodwill on an auction for like 50 bucks. And I was like, I don't know who's going to buy this, but like when it does, like it should sell. And, um, a guy in New York, like literally two weeks later, bought it for like 590 bucks or something like on eBay that I got for 50 bucks. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> I was like, no way did that just happen? Like, <laughs> you know? Um, I mean that was like my first whoa. Like that's a lot of that's a big profit, you know. But like about cards, like that's that's achievable. Like that's very easily you can do that. That's what I love about it.
1: And yeah, you got a you got something that you thought was gonna be the big hit. You bought it. You're invested in it, and just ended up either sitting in the basement or you just had to dump it. Basically, I mean the the big the strikeout. We had the home run. Oh yeah. Um. Jeez. <laughs> oh god. Um, just one. Just all we need is one. We don't need three,
0: four, ten. Because I know we all have those. I I decided to
2: go into the super hype Adidas release. And I, I told myself I would never do Adidas. Because like the one time I did, I was like, everything I'm reading about it, like it's gonna be crazy. And I spent like 3400 dollars on this pair of shoes. And um uh, the guy ships me the shoes and he's like, Oh, like I don't have the OG box. And I was like, wait, what? Like, that's the reason I needed it. You know, like, and I'd already have the shoes and I was like, well, there goes that. And so I ended up like dumping it at some consignment shop for like 2200 or something. Just cause like, it's like, it's impossible to find a buyer for some things, you know, like you just think like, you think, you know, and then like, you get like you fall on your face and learn.
1: So to our people that are listening, we got people that are all range from experts full time or from just starting. Um, just I mean, you're going full time right now. There's people sitting back that think they should get into it, that want to quit their day job, that wanna go out and do it, but they just they're sitting on the fence. What what uh, could you tell those people to get them off the fence and into the game?
2: I would say there there's a market for absolutely everything everything there's a market for it find something that you just love like you love researching like if you love researching something become a master at that thing don't like don't let anybody else know more about the product than you and like it'll fall it'll fall into place like there's always going to be a market there's always going to be a buyer for whatever it is if you're the smartest, people will come to you and people will buy from you.
0: Well, there you go, Adam T. He is the the card sale, the women's bags, the shoes. Man, uh, man, he's, he's just cranking online. So, uh, what we'll do is, if you want to, you know, shoot us your eBay store um, information. We'll put that in the show notes, kind of,
1: or your you fire sales. Where can people find you at? I guess if they're looking to buy.
0: I. Uh, yeah, um, my
2: eBay is Go Pogo's, G-O-P-O-G-O-Z.
0: Go Pogo's, what is that, like a Pogo stick? Hey, re- re- enlighten me, what does that mean? Yeah, Pogo's is, uh, that's, me and my brother
2: are working on <laughs> something for cards, and that's going to be the name of it.
1: And then just uh, with the fire cells and stuff, any certain groups? Or just uh, NBA, what- NBA Hotspot is
0: NBA Hotspot. Is where I do them,
1: and be our hotspot. So there
0: you go. There's there's Adam sharing his wisdom, his knowledge. He's been in the game. He makes money full time. Uh, you know, living the dream. I guess right. I mean, it's it, it's it's good right now. I mean, right now. But you know,
2: it's a day to day thing almost. But yeah. Are
1: you back on the golf course, he has that fun again. Or are you just done.
2: You know, I haven't played in forever. Like forever. So. It's like I almost don't even miss it because <laughs> I'm just so. Too awkward.
0: So what you're saying is you're slow rolling because I like to play. So you're saying if we get on the course, you're gonna hustle me, you know, and go go like bad and then just kill me on the back. Man, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, sandbag, yeah, for sure. I'm probably like like 39, 40
2: on the front, like, and then just shoot like 33 on the back. All right, there, there you go. You act like
1: those are even bad numbers on the front. I, I, I get that from hole. Yeah, that's true. <laughs>
0: Well, Adam, we always end it with we. In life, there are two things that are certain. Do you know what those two things are, Adam? Um, no, I don't. That would be uh, death piles and taxes. Ah. <laughs>